Now, Singapore Today with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin. Let's head out to one of the big news for house hunters yesterday, which is that over 4,000 built-to-order flats have been launched for sale in the first of three exercises of this year, 2024. And it's hot, Lawrence, mm. because, you know, these are like seven new projects yeah. in different estates, but some of these locations are places that people really want to live. Mm. We're talking Queenstown, Bador, Chachukang, amongst yeah, very them Very popular as well. areas. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Uh, HDB also says all new flats are priced with, quote, significant market discounts. So ah. that's going to be a real pull factor for some. Uh, this is to ensure affordability. Uh, so selling prices are said to be considerably lower than the transacted prices of comparable resale flats. That's interesting. Hmm. I actually looked at the map and yeah, some of them like the Queenstown one is so central. Yeah, It's right smack in the middle of fully developed area, yeah. for example. And, and another bonus is it's close to the MRT line. Yes, incredibly. Red Hill, I believe. Oh, yeah. oh Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yeah. I always mix up those two. <laughs> <laughs> I think Commonwealth. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's like, it's just right there. Mm. And it's, I mean, Badol is such Bado a developed one, area. I think that's the one near Badol South, yeah? Is that it? I, I didn't think, think the so. Badol map. I, think I only focus on the Western ones. I'm a Westie, remember? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what are these significant market discounts going to be? How expensive are units in the area there? And why is this going to be a hot development uh, pickup for the first of the year? Nicholas Mark is joining us, Chief Research Officer at Property Portal Mogul.S. Gee, Nicholas, welcome back. Hi. Yes, hi, gentlemen. What do you think about these sites and the, and the announcement yesterday? I mean, the first of the year, some of these locations. Is this going to be um, something that peop gets people really excited when it comes to getting that home? Well, yes, uh, I think it would be. Uh, in fact, there uh, seems to be a bit like the budget announced. There's a bit of something for everyone. Uh, this government seems to be covering or uh, offering um, new BTO projects in the northeast, in the east, in the central part, and uh, in Chochukang area, which is the northwest. So it seems to, um, seems to be... Uh, and of course, woodlands are uh, all over Singapore. Yeah. And uh, secondly, is that this will be the last batch of uh, BTO projects that will be launched before the new classification kicks in uh, in uh, July onwards. That means the next, the future batches will be uh, probably under the new prime plus. standard and uh, plus right. system um, where uh, the flats that's under the plus and classified as plus and prime will come with 10 years MOP. Yeah, because technically some people might assume a place like Queenstown could be prime or plus, technically mm -hmm. speaking, in some cases. So this is actually the last mm. chance to grab something under that BTO classification. If we were to just compare apples and oranges, I mean, technically speaking, going forward, would, um, would a BTO launch of this type technically fall under standard in future? Well, I think the government is a bit smart, uh, or, or kind of smart, in that the, all the projects that is launched in this particular BTO uh, exercise, uh, except for the one in Tangling Hall, they are all actually um, not that near to MRT station. So even if they were to launch in the later part of the year, they will still be classified as standard flats. Mm. Of course, the one that is at uh, Queenstown, it is... Um, very attractive locations. So off the start right now, they are already offering it as part of the prime location housing scheme, which is um, equivalent to the prime one. So it comes with 10-year MOP. Okay, so when they talk about selling prices being considerably lower, uh, what sort of prices could we be looking at when it comes to these uh, maybe two-room or four-room flats? 
Mm. Well, I think um, four-room flats been the most popular type of uh, flats even uh, among uh, both families because it comes with three bedrooms and even first-timers, you know, uh, you, you're planning for a family, you also want to just be prepared to have uh, more bedrooms. In the Queenstown, uh, which is Tangling Hawk projects, uh, based on the information uh, available is that we see that the uh, if we were to compare four-room flats uh, there in the BTO project against four-room flats in the resale market. Um, the midpoint of these two types um, of um, of this, two, this type of flats in the resale market and the BTO market is a discount of 30%. Mm. In the Bedok South uh, project, the discount is 27%. And in the Chua Kang project, well, that's the largest uh, of 40%. So, yes, if you were to buy in the more outlier areas like Chua Chu Kang, you get a slightly bigger discount of 40% for a four-room flat. Mm. This is significant. Why do you think that is the case, Nicholas? Why is that happening with this BTO launch where you could get, as the uh, HDB says, significant market discounts on these locations? Well, I think the, the message is still the same that the government has been putting out, which is that, well, if you want to get better chances of buying, uh, getting your flats, and especially for first-timers, please apply for those that is in the non-mature estates, you know, the locations where it's a bit further from town. Um, so in, in a way to give some incentive, they are also pricing some of these uh, HDB flats that's further away from the city a bit cheaper. Another pull factor is that uh, they don't have to wait too long. It's about three and a half years, mm. yes? Yes, yes. It's almost like going back to the pre-pandemic mm. um, standard. Okay, that's good news there. Uh, when we talk about resale prices of HDB flats in Queenstown, Bedok and Chua Chu Kang, uh, roughly what are we looking at? Well, if we uh, use the same standard uh, four-room flats uh, as a comparison, in this Tangling Hall area or um a relatively new um, four-room flats, uh, resale flats, could go for anywhere between 800000 to, well, we got a couple of million-dollar flats there. Yes, mm -hmm. million dollars, $1.2 million. So uh, it can be around that range, you know, from $800,000 upwards in the Queenstown area. But of course, if you were to look something further afield, say in the Chua area, a uh, four-room flat there might, uh, transact at between half a million dollars to six hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. So obviously, you think it sounds like you think Tangling Hall is going to be the the one, even though it's going to un it's under the prime location public housing model. You think that was the one that's going to generate the most interest, lah? Well, I think it will definitely attract attention, but not necessarily that it will attract the most number. Um, the yeah. application rates will be the highest. Yeah. In fact, if we I look at the application rates of previous uh, PLH um, projects in uh, the BTO project last year, and interestingly, the first timers, typically the application rate is less than one. That means we can have anywhere from 0 0.1 to 0 0.9 times. So those first-timers will apply for um, BTO flats in the PLH projects that is large, three-room and larger. It's almost like for sure you're going to get your flat, you know, because mm. uh, for every 10 flats that come out, maybe only eight people apply for it. Mm. But it is a much higher price quantum, lah, so that's why also. Yes, I think that is one of the drawbacks. Uh, the price quantum is higher, but... Um, and then the other thing is, of course, the 10-year uh, MOP. And it also comes with other restrictions, like, for example, uh, in the PLH projects, 
the um the owners is the flat owner is not allowed to rent out the entire flat mm. after the MOP. You could rent out uh one or two vacant rooms, uh, but not the entire flat. Okay, speaking about conditions as well, let's talk about Tangling Courtyard. Uh, it's being offered under the prime location public housing model, uh, which comes with stricter resale conditions. So is it very similar as well uh, that uh, buyers, potential buyers need to take note of when they intend to maybe sell their place or maybe rent mm. out their place? Yes, Um uh, definitely. I, I think that is one of the contributing reasons why the application rate is lower. The prices, um, of course, uh, can put off some people, but the 10 years MOP, because considering that it might, uh, it could take more than four years to build the flats, and then after that, you take your keys and then you have to live in it for another 10 years. That's about 14 years down the road. Mm -hmm. For young couples who are just embarking on their life together, it's difficult to see where you would be 14 years later. Well, how many children are you going to have? Uh, are they, they are probably um, past that primary one um, stage, which means that you can only probably have better chance of putting your children in the primary school around your PLH flat. So sometimes some family, uh, and also the other thing is relocations. If you want to change uh, to another address because your place of work has changed, you can't do it during the uh, 10 years MOP. So the 10 years MOP has put off um, some applicants. Of course, the other things is uh, that I haven't mentioned is that there is a subsidy clawback when the flat owner of the PLH flat sells their flat on the open market after the 10 years MOP. The government will take back, uh, claw back some money um, in the typically less than 10%. And, but I don't think that really put off a lot of people because the flats there are in very attractive location so yeah. chances is that resale yeah. prices will be high and, and make up yeah, for the you know, but but honestly yes, if you, you if you if you get queens comment. if you get queenstown or tangling holt you're on a gold nugget i would say just stay there <laughs> be very happy and stay well, there you can go anywhere even if you get a, a job relocation to a different part of true. Singapore, it's so central true it's so central it's yes. fantastic you know there's this bunch of red flats at Tanglin right now. They're very, very old. I think they're 20, 30 years. They're like the only flats on Tanglin Road. Okay. I forget what they are. Nicholas, do you know what I'm referring to those ones? Could it be around uh, the Tanglin Holt uh, area? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, mm -hmm. it's the only flats on Tanglin right now. Right. I've always thought like anybody who lives here is not moving, man. Mm. Because like, turn left <laughs> is Tanglin Road, Orchard Road. Turn right is Alexandra, yeah. straight yeah. to town yeah. and uh, everything. Yeah. So I get your point. Even, even people saying at Everton Park as well. Yeah. It's so good. Nice area to mm. stay in. But can be money. Uh, so let's talk about that, uh, Nicholas, because let's go to the East and the West now. Some of the other mm. BTO launches, what kind of quantum savings could we potentially have with this particular BTO launch compared to other flats in the area? Let's talk about the, the East. Let's go to the East. We've got Badot North Springs launching and Badot South Bloom. Two-room flexis, four rooms at Badot South Bloom. Two-room flexi, four room and five room at Badot North Springs. Mm. Well, the discounts is uh, can range anywhere between the low twenty odd percent to the high uh, to almost thirty percent uh, discounts. So it's um, of course it depends on the type of flats that you buy. Uh, and but I think that this is quite typical. That that range of discount is quite typical for most BTO projects uh, that the government has pushed out. Not just this round, but also in uh, last year. So. Typically, the, the range of discount is about 20-odd percent, you know, um, because if you if the government were to price the, give a very large discount, it basically means that people who buy the flats, when they sell in the future, they are going to make 
a bigger profit, mm. which then um which the goes again a bit against what the government is trying to say is that you know a flat is uh your home is you should treat it as a home more than an investment asset. So the uh, the, the flip side, on one hand, the government wants to make HDB flat affordable mm -hmm. by not making the price too expensive. Correct. On the other hand, they also do not want to encourage people treating it like it is some form of investment. Yeah, true. Hey, uh, Bedo North Springs is another potentially popular BTO project among home buyers. Uh, maybe you can run through some of the attractive features of this particular Bedo BTO. Yes. Well, I think for the for this particular project, um, it is within in in well if, as the crow flies it's actually quite near to the Bedok reservoir uh mlt stations uh it's in fact you can walk along Bedok north uh, avenue 3 um to the mlt stations and the other thing is that there are a few uh there are neighborhood centers and also some primary schools a few primary schools and secondary schools um within a one kilometer radius of this particular project uh, and of course, if you want to take that green line, you know, along the uh, Bedok MRT stations, uh, there are also feeder bus. It's only roughly about um, two kilometers uh, to the Bedok MRT stations. So, and of course, Bedok being a fairly um, old town, there, there is also other amenities nearby, um, wet markets, uh, HDB shops, as well as the Bedok Mall. So this is one. The bit of the drawback is that it is uh, situated next to the PIE. So you are going to um, flats that's on the lower floors might um, have uh, some problems with the noise and mm. perhaps the dust from the mm. expressway. This is it, right? This is the last traditional launch of the BTO. We said goodbye to a couple of models over the years. Farewell, mm. DBSS, no longer here. We're not going to see Masonet launches anymore. Uh, in terms of BTO, is this it? Well, not really, because you see, going uh, the next um, two BTO projects that will be launched this year, basically it's the same. You know, it's still a HDB flat. Um, it's just that they are going to be classified a bit different. And I think uh, we're still not very sure how many percent of it is going to be in prime and how many in uh, plus and so on. The thing is the plus part, you know, it is it can be situated anywhere in Singapore. But if, it is, if the flat is situated near an MLT station or the town center, boom is classified as our HDB plus flats, 10-year right. MOP, and perhaps some other restrictions, which the government will announce later. Hey, since we have you on the line as well, Nicholas, uh, CNA did a story on Canberra, you know, the Sembawang area, uh, and mm -hmm. how people used to say it was very ulu before, but now it's become <laughs> very, very popular. In fact, uh, mm. prices have gone up, they say, about 50%, 60%. That's extraordinary. I didn't know that. Yeah, very high. Yeah. Huh? Yes. I, I think that's where sometimes, um, you know, people say the same thing about passeries uh, almost 30 years ago. You know, who on earth would want to, you know, in those well, days 30 years ago? I still think passeries are very far. <laughs> I think it's yeah, okay. They, they like it's, it's like at the other end of the mm. world. Uh, mm. they did, but passeries has its charm. You know, it has a beach. It's it's, nice it's actually a quite a quiet little um, housing estate. Mm. And the other thing is that, yes, it's there at the end of the MLT's line. But it means that in the morning, when you take the train, there's no competition. Yeah. You get a seat. <laughs> you yeah, drop someone, you're gonna drop someone off at the airport is always easy. That is true as well. <laughs> but but let's talk about uh some bawang. 
You know, you're mm-hmm. focusing on Pasir Ris. Are you surprised that Sembawang has now become so very popular too? Well, it's it's a it's a matter of um the spread from uh the wealth effect. In fact, the real estate wealth effect um is that eventually when the tide comes in, all the boats will rise. So when prices in Woodlands, prices in Yishun uh starts to increase, so eventually will prices uh, property prices in the Sambawang area. Um and Canberra, uh, just now you were mentioning about Canberra. Yeah. Canberra was actually well, I think in the past you, you just find some uh, army camps around there, mm-hmm. and now that is a very well planned uh, HDB estate. And the other thing is that, um, well, it's uh, the MRT station is actually quite near to many of the new uh, flats. Uh, the other thing is that it is along that uh, the north south line, which is another very popular MRT line. Um, some of the MRT lines are less used than uh, others. So the two most busy MLT lines are the green line and the red line. So um, flats that are located on stations along these two lines tend to be quite well uh, taken up. Yeah, I'm just looking at the median resale price for four-room flats in Sambawang, jumping from 338000 Daniel, to 551000 in less than five years, which is a 63% increase. Wow. I gotta check out some mm-hmm. uh, But a final point before we let you go, Nicholas, which is whether you yes. think this is a sign of the times. I think the point is Singapore is so small, and it's what we just discussed means as long as you got the connection and the amenities and the right and the pe- right mix of people living anywhere in Singapore is a great place to mm-hmm. live and can be a great place to live. But the bigger picture really is all about keeping prices affordable for the average Singaporean. Do you think a yes. launch like this? with the claim of it having significant market discounts, will go towards helping keeping housing affordable here, in the public sector at least? Oh, well, yes, it does. Uh, on one hand, you've got the BTO projects that is uh, for eligible buyers, uh, is really priced uh, very attractively. But then once they enter the open market, uh, in the resale market, well, that, that's really up to willing buyer, willing seller, and prices can go up. Um, the government has tried to curb the rise in prices of uh, resale flats. But then you, you must understand, when it comes to the resale market, you've got a, a buyer and a seller and they sit at opposite end of the table. One wants to sell at higher price, the other one wants to buy at lower price. You can't please everyone. So um, all the government could do is try to make the flats accessible and provide affordable new flats um, to eligible buyers. I, I think um, otherwise you will have to take sides, you know, when it comes to the resale market. Do you side with the buyer or do you side with the seller? Nicholas, we always enjoy our chats with you. Thanks for coming back onto Singapore Today. He's Chief Research Officer at Property Portal Mogul.sg at Singapore Today. 